Hello and welcome to the Kane Violation. Sam Kane here. Wah, wah. So, a couple games canceled. Jason Tatum has COVID. Not good. There's no way they're going back to another bubble. So, uh, yeah, we'll just see how this plays out. You know, thank God none of these guys have had uh, very negative effects from the coronavirus itself. You know, let's just hope uh, it stays that way and the season doesn't get canceled. Uh, this will uh, certainly be an interesting week in basketball, an interesting week in general, considering uh, that the world is uh, kind of burning right now, right? So, you know, let's go over what's happened in the NBA this past week for these five teams. Today I will be telling you why the Cleveland Cavaliers, Denver Nuggets, New Orleans Pelicans, Oklahoma City Thunder, and the Washington Wizards will not be winning a championship this year. Let's do this. All right, our first team is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Highest paid and longest tenured player is Kevin Love. They're currently 5-5, five and five and they last made the playoffs when they went to the finals in 2018. So don't look now, but the Cavs have the number one defensive rating in the league. Their offensive rating, you ask? Second to last, and that'd be why they're not that great of a team. Why do people like Chetty Osman? Why, uh, Cavs fans specifically, why do you like him? He sucked against the Magic on Wednesday. He was 1 for 12 from the field, 0 of 7 from 3. I would try to calculate that 3-point percentage, but I'm not that good at math. Then, Friday, oh my god, we had a dazzling display of NBA basketball with the Cavs and the Grizzlies. I mean, Osman... Had a great third quarter, just missing shot after shot after shot. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a tough game to watch. Um, can you imagine if someone had, like didn't watch the NBA for 20 years and then tuned into the Cavs-Grizzlies game? <laughs> They'd be like, oh, this is why I stopped watching basketball. Um. Yeah, that that was rough. But the Cavs won. Drummond, you know, he does his thing night in, night out. That's, he's probably why they're a 500 team right now. As we saw in Detroit, it doesn't necessarily consistently lead to wins. I actually think the lineups with JaVale McGee make more sense. I know Garland and Sexton are hurt right now, but... Um, I feel like those two, along with Isaac Okoro, would really benefit from playing with a, a big man who runs the floor. You know, f uh, make the offense more up-tempo. With Drummond, you're playing more half-court offense. You know, I think Drummond would actually be really good in the Lakers. LeBron loves chucking up his shots at the end of games. Playing half-court offenses, slowing everything down. Drummond could be right there, picking up that offensive rebound, saving the day. Then LeBron takes the credit. But yeah, JaVale, I think, would be great. Um, he, I mean, obviously, he's not going to start. But, um, you know, nice spark plug off the bench. You know, one guy who was actually, like, a, a nice surprise to watch 
on Friday. Larry Nance Jr., 7 for 7 from the field, 4 for 4 from 3. Like I said, I'm not good at math. I'm not going to calculate those percentages right there. I, I just I can't do that in my head. That's difficult. Uh, team high plus uh, 13. I mean, Nance himself has said he's playing like kind of a Draymond role out there. Um, I, I'm, I'm impressed by Nance. Like, I didn't think he was going to amount to much in this league. But he's showing that he's got he's got the tools to uh, contribute to a winning team. So good for him. I was watching the game, and I was like, who is Stevens? Who's this Stevens out there? I, I had to look it up. So it's Lamar Stevens. He's a two-way player. Cavs were very thin on Friday. Um, I'm pretty sure it was coronavirus stuff, but I mean... All our teams are dealing with that, as I know, with the Celtics. Woo! But yeah, uh, Nance, not bad. Not not a bad player. Good to have around. Uh, Kevin Love, on the other hand, uh, I don't know. I think he needs a change of scenery. I feel bad for him, I guess. Well, I know he's, he deals with uh, mental health issues, Um that's no joke, but uh, I, I it doesn't seem like he's gonna get out of Cleveland because he's not playing and he's got three more years on his contract where he's making thirty million a year. Oh my god, it's like I I don't know I don't know where he could go. Like who who would want that? Like there's not even like. I I have no idea. Does he go to the Warriors for Wiggins? Maybe Cleveland talks himself into having Wiggins back. Like, hey, you know, if he if he stayed with us when we picked him number one, twenty fourteen, you know, things would have been different. You know, let's resurrect Wiggins' career. It's not gonna happen. Um. Yeah, it's too high of a price tag. I think these these fat contracts in the league, you know, the Russell Westbrooks, the Blake Griffins, uh, Wiggins, I'm sure there's a few others out there. I think it's just going to be like musical chairs. He's, like we saw with uh, Russell Westbrook and John Wall getting trade for each other. People, they're just going to keep trading those contracts, thinking, oh, maybe if these guys have a change of scenery... Yeah, they'll play like the way they did in 2015. I don't think that's happening. Um, so Cavs, you know, I had them. Let's see, ninth seed. That was my prediction before the season started that uh, they would end up with the ninth seed. I'm kind of on target for that. We'll see. Um, but you know. If uh, they don't make the playoffs, whatever, just just keep getting these young guys to put around uh, the core of Sexton, Garland, Okoro, and Lamar Stevens. All right, I'm moving on. The Denver Nuggets. Better watch it, Nuggets. Highest paid player is Jamal Murray. Not by much, though. Makes about a million more than Jokic. Longest tenured player is Gary Harris. He actually played with Ty Lawson, believe it or not. 
So they're five and five right now, and they made the conference finals last year. That was a big deal. Beating the Clippers. Awesome. So Nuggets had a very rocky start, but they looked much better this week, I'd say. You know, Jokic had another great week at Knicks game yesterday. Oh my god, he hit this absurd fadeaway to beat the buzzer. Like, as soon as it left his fingertips, I was like, I swear, if this goes in, and then swish. But, you know, what Jokic does on uh, the offensive end so well completely makes up for his defense. I mean, this guy's no shot blocker. You all know that. He'll uh, he'll body you if you bring it to the rim. Notice how I said body and not block. He just kind of hangs out around the paint. So a lot of people just, uh, you know, uh, put a floater up right in front of him, and, you know, he sure as hell isn't blocking the shot. But, hey, regardless, the guy's passing. He can still rebound, hit three-point shots, hit ridiculous floaters, like I said. And this guy makes you a contender along with this other guy, Jamal Murray, who's still doing his thing. Not quite his uh 2020 uh, Orlando bubble thing where he was scoring like 50 every game, but you know, he's solid. Um, you know, it's getting, getting you double digits, but it's actually Gary Harris who seems to be slowly coming back to the player he was before this uh, injury plagued last couple seasons. So, you know, it's good to see him back. Good to see him, uh, you know, actually hitting shots. He's always been a Good defender, but his offense has been uh, pretty suspect these past couple seasons. You know who's actually been really good? Jermichael Green. He was awesome last night against the Knicks. He was plus 24. I think he, he might have hit all his shots. I'd have to look at the box score again. But uh, what, a, what a great pickup by them. You know, thank God they didn't bring Mason Plumley back. Like that that was absurd that they even that they made that trade, the Nurkic trade. I know Nurkic wasn't the greatest fit. But uh, you know, getting Plumley and giving them that, you know, sizable contract. I w I wouldn't say it was an absurd contract, but it was sizable to uh to come up come off the bench and back up Jokic. Come on. Come on. You can do much better. And how about that new European point guard? You gotta love these Euro guys. Prigioni, that guy was a legend. Uh, that guy on the Clippers, uh, not not him, not so much. Uh, Milo Teodosic, yeah, that guy always looked like he was recovering from an all-night Demerol bender. Uh, Fasundo Capazzo. Hey! It's Enrico Palazzo. Uh, <laughs> Fasundo Capazzo. Uh, Compazzo. Compazzo. I love this guy. This guy's my height. He's not afraid of any of these guys. These these Euros, you know, they are so much tougher than us Americans. And it's not even close. Not, uh, it's, it's not a debate. You know, this guy's flying up the court, hopping off the bench, hitting shots. Whacking Austin Rivers in the neck. This guy is my hero. And these new Nugget jerseys. I want to uh, 
compares a flat iron red jersey. Can someone buy me one now, please? Maybe? They had a tough overtime game against the Mavs a couple nights ago. Um, you know, they kept it close right until the end. Then Josh Richardson hit a couple shots and, uh, yeah, kind of completely uh, swung the momentum the other way. But other than that, they, they went, uh, they won, uh, three out of four this past week since our last cane violation podcast. So, yeah, they're back on track. They're 500 now. Uh, at first they were, uh, they were like the Raptors of the West, you know, where they were like almost last place, only had a couple wins, many losses, but hey, good for the Nuggets. They turned it around this week. Raptors, not so much. Um, what else? Uh, this Hartenstein guy, I, uh, the guy that was on the Rockets last year, he fouled out in 12 minutes. I mean, whatever. He's cheap, you know? He's learning, he gives effort, and best of all, he's not Mason Plumley. That's all you can ask for. He, you pay him a million bucks, six hard fouls, back up Jokic. When he's not getting the job done, uh, go to Jermichael Green. Maybe play uh, my old pal PJ Dozier at the five. He definitely can't play the five, but... You know, I, I just bring up P.J. Dozier because I'm mad that the Celtics gave him up for nothing. You know, why why didn't we keep him? Why did we sign Vincent Poirier, Poirier whatever, the baguette guy? Why didn't we just keep Dozier? I don't get it. It's dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Oh, well, at least we had Peyton Pritchard, who is the go. All right, this isn't uh, Celtics week. But uh, Nuggets fans, you have to ask yourselves, are you all in on Gary Harris coming back? Coming back to that player you thought he was four years ago, are you? Or are you going to flip that contract for a better player? Because you guys are closer than you think. Clippers, Los Angeles Clippers, and not convincing. Not convincing. The iron's hot right now, guys. You need to strike. And if you do, I mean, you're still not winning a championship. But, you know, maybe, maybe you'll you'll make it close. Hey, maybe you'll beat the Lakers. Who knows? Uh, but you're definitely not winning a championship because, you know, you got, you're not... You're not going to end up trading Gary Harris. You're not going to end up trading Will Barton. You're going to keep him because you're going to play it safe. You're not going to try and get an all-star. So, I mean, that's one reason why you won't win the championship. But it's mostly because your coaching staff, they just, they don't have the balls to play Enrique Campazzo. <laughs> Fisando Campazzo for 40-plus minutes a game. That's the kind of player who will win you a chip, and you're not going to do it. Shame on you, Nuggets. Shame on you. Enjoy your conference finals loss. So our next team is the New Orleans Pelicans. Highest paid player is Steven Adams. 
who makes just over 200k more than Brandon Ingram. So there is now officially no players left on the team from the Anthony Davis era, which is pretty crazy because he only left in uh, 2019. In fact, uh, it's really hard to determine who you would consider the longest tenured player or players on this team. Uh, the Anthony Davis trade was agreed upon in mid-June of 2019, but not uh, did not get officially completed until July 6th. So if we're getting technical here, I'm going to say that Zion Williamson is the longest tenured Pelican since he was the first to sign his contract on July 1st. Um, none of the other uh, rookies who were drafted uh, signed their contracts on the first day of July. They signed a few days later, I believe. And I mean, it's tough because we knew Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram um, were all going to be on the Pelicans before the draft started, but it wasn't, the trade wasn't official yet. So, I don't know. It, it's kind of hard to say that they're the longest tenured Pelicans. So I'm just going to go with Zion being the longest tenured guy at the moment. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, email me if you think otherwise. Um, so current record is 4-5. and five. Um, They last made the playoffs in 2018. Pelicans, rough stretch. Yikes. Three losses in a row. I watched the Oklahoma City game and the Hornets game. Um, and the those should have been wins for the Pelicans. Pelicans have a lot of talent on this team. They should not be losing to these squads, especially the Oklahoma City Thunder. Are you kidding me? I mean, we're going to talk about the Thunder uh, shortly after this, but, um, I mean... That was uh, kind of a close game. Um, I will say it was a weak foul that uh, George Hill had at the end of that Oklahoma City game. I think it was Lonzo who fouled him. And then Bledsoe, uh, he had a good look um, at, um, at a three-point shot there at uh, the end of that game. He had a good uh, three-point look there. Just... Didn't knock it down, so, you know, one shot away from a win, but still, it's Oklahoma City. You you should be winning that game. And then if we're talking about the Hornets game, oh, God, that was, that was not good. I mean, they were, they were up 14 points. The, the Pelicans were up 14 points with less than two minutes left in the first quarter. So they had leads throughout the game. Uh, they were even up as much as 18 points with five minutes left in the second quarter. So they're just giving away these leads, completely choking here. And what is up with Steven Adams and uh, missing his uh, second free throws? He got to the line a bunch of times in this game, and 
I, I counted three different times he would make the first free throw and then he would just brick the second one. Like, usually it's the other way around. Like, usually you kind of warm up to the free throw line. You know, you'll miss the first one, but then you'll hit the next one. But, like, hitting the first, missing the next, like, three different times in a game? It could have been the difference. That could have been the difference between a win and a loss, you know. Uh, But Ingram... Man, he's like kind of a, a mid-range assassin. All his points, a lot of them coming from the mid-range. Very interesting. I mean, I guess it's hard to hard to block the, his uh, his shots. He's so long and tall. But uh, very impressive. Uh, of course, Zion, when he misses a shot, he'll just he's so bouncy. He'll just go right up. And get the put back. It's it's like it's it's like he's 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 a rubber ball like bouncing off the floor. I it's crazy. Watching him is a lot of fun. I will say, um, not necessarily watching uh, Lonzo Ball turning the ball over. <laughs> oh my God, he's he's had a rough few games. So let's look at his stats here. Um, the Hornets game on Friday, he uh, went two for eight from the field and then one of seven from three. That's horrible. Not really uh, kind of getting embarrassed by his younger brother there, nearly getting a triple-double. Then the Thunder game was... My God, it was still pretty bad. It was he, Lonzo was six from eighteen from the field, uh, two for nine from three. Why is he taking nine three point shots? Like, how many did JJ Redick? So JJ Redick, eight minutes, no attempts from three in the Thunder game. Why? That that's why JJ Redick is in the league to hit three-point shots. You know, he's not there to make layups. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know, It could just be a bad stretch, but I don't really believe in this team that much. Just saying. Uh, I, so, are they going to win the championship? They're not going to win the championship this year. Come on, guys. All right, our next team is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Highest paid player is Al Horford. Longest tenured player is Hamadou Diallo, who is actually the last connection to the Russell Westbrook-Paul George era. They are currently 4-4. Four and four, And they shocked the league last year by making the playoffs. Now... I don't know. You still have these veterans here. You got Al Horford, George Hill, and I don't know. I think Sam Presti's going to have to trade these guys. They're winning too many games. They're, they are not trying to make the playoffs this year. That was clearly the intent with all the moves they made this past summer, but it's kind of tough because Shea Gilgis Alexander is good. 
And Al Horford, although he had a pretty bad year on the Sixers um, last season, it this he he can still put up a double double, like you know, fifteen and ten if he needs to. He's not gonna go crazy. He's not gonna put up drumming numbers, but you know, he's still solid, consistent. George Hill's not bad either. He can get buckets. Yeah, trade these guys. Because this is supposed to be a very good upcoming draft. And I know OKC's going to want a lottery pick. But you get some talent here. I mean, it's no surprise that Hamadou Diallo had 23 points against the Knicks last game on Friday. He is from Queens. So, you know, he's probably trying to show off in his hometown, even though there were no fans in the building. Kind of weird how it works out that way, but, you know. And, uh, yeah, they got Baisley. He's decent. Dort. Everyone loves Dort. Lou Dort. Pokoshevsky. He looks like the, uh, the spirit... In the subway from the movie Ghost, Vincent Schiavelli. I'm sure so many people listening to this know who that actor is. He's actually a great actor. He's not, he's not bad. Someone described him as like the Greek J.R. Smith. Okay. Sure. I mean, sometimes he hits shots. I was just really marveling at how strange this roster is. So believe it or not, Trevor Ariza is on the team. People are like, what? Trevor Ariza, he's on the team? I haven't seen him anywhere. Yeah, well, he's he's doing the old Andre Iguodala, you know, staying at home, getting paid, waiting to get traded, you know? So good for him. Good for him. Making keep cashing them checks, buddy. He's probably waiting to get bought out. I mean that the reason why the Thunder keep him is, you know, for a potential trade. That's also why the Thunder have Darius Miller on the roster, making seven million dollars. You see, the Thunder they waived TJ Leaf and I believe Frank Jackson as well at the beginning of the season. And people, people's arms were up in the air like, what, what's going on here? Why not wave Darius Miller? He's been injured for over a year. Well, it's because they want to they wanna see if they can trade his contract. You know, a $7 million expiring contract, sometimes you can do things with that. So I looked around the league said, huh, maybe there's a team that's uh, looking to save some money by making a, a mid-season trade. I look at the Portland Trailblazers, very close to the luxury line. It's In fact, I, I mentioned this, uh, I think it was a couple weeks ago, I forget when I covered the Blazers on my podcast, about how close they are to the luxury line. That's why they haven't even signed another player, because that would put them over. So, clearly they need to save money. Well, Rodney Hood does not look that good right now. He's making $10 million. Meanwhile, Darius Miller, 7 mil, maybe at the trade deadline. 
Blazers give up on Hood and say, you know what, we're done with this guy. Yeah, OKC, take him off our hands. We'll take on Miller, and in the process, we'll save $3 million. See, that? that's just how trades work in the NBA. Um, so, I mean, kind of an interesting team. I like Shea Gage. Uh, Gilgis Alexander a lot but they need to calm down like chill so they beat the Knicks the red hot Knicks the re- the red hot five and four Knicks I know we're supposed to talk about the Thunder but you know the Knicks have been so bad over the last seven years they go five and four and everyone's Talking about how great they are, even though they just lose to Theo Maladin and Mike Miscala. OKC, pull the trigger, trade some guys, calm down. All right, and our last team, the Washington Wizards' highest paid player is Russell Westbrook, longest tenured player is Bradley Beal. They are currently. Two and eight. Ouch. And they last made the playoffs in 2018. I have a lot of questions here. But the first one is why does head coach Scott Brooks still have a job? He's not that great of a coach, as you can see. Besides... Really, his first season, which was the 2016-17 season with the Wizards, he's been a very mediocre coach. So looking into it more, I've concluded that the Wizards' front office is extremely cheap. The reason why they don't feel like firing Brooks is because they gave him a five-year contract in 2016. So when you fire an NBA coach... He still is owed the rest of the money on his contract. So really, a, a franchise is just going to end up paying more money when they hire a new coach. You saw the Bulls try and do that with Boylan. Yeah, Scott Brooks signed a five-year contract in 2016. So this is the last year of his deal. It looks like they're just going to let it expire. So right now... Their starting lineup, so it looks like they're just going to let it expire. And then that'll be that. They're just not going to give them another contract. So, I I think they should probably look for their other coach now because, well, I guess Westbrook likes them, but they're 2-8 and right now. They suck. Their starting lineup is Westbrook, Beal, Hachimura, uh, the rookie of the, 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 the I, I can't say it, and Thomas Bryan. He's a good rookie, though. I can't say his name. Uh, it's a pretty good lineup, not going to lie. So what's going on? What is going on? Why are they bad? Well, I have it circled in my notes multiple times to the point where the pen is starting to make a hole in my notebook paper. These dudes don't play defense. Like, at all. 
you know, the defending is so poor down there in Washington, they can't even guard the Capitol. The Wizards are currently 26 out of 30 in the uh, in the league for uh, defensive uh, rankings, which uh, really isn't shocking at all. And um, I actually, it is kind of shocking. It's shocking that they're not 30th. They don't rotate. They don't close out on threes. It's like they're all constipated. Probably eating too much cheese. It's okay. We've all been there. And they foul to Westbrook. He's hacking people up. He's hacking the Celtics up. And then he has the audacity to complain. Like, what did I do? What did I do? All I did was smack him on the hand. It's like, dude, you can't do that. It's a foul. You're not the MVP anymore. You can't get away with those calls. They got this guy Bonga. He looks like he's in his 50s. Um, <laughs> he's not He's not a bad player. Um, but yeah, I, I watched the, the Celtics game. The Celtics were killing them. The Wizards almost came back. Uh, well, I mean, they did come back, but... Well, thank God that we, we still won. That would have been horrible if we lost to this joke of a team. <laughs> One funny moment was uh, when Beal went up for a dunk on Taco Fall, bounces right off Taco, falls to the floor, <laughs> and lies down as if he's dead. Uh, Beal, poor Beal, man. What's he doing on this team? Come on, man. I mean... You kind of like it. Like, I like how Lillard's staying loyal with the Blazers, but, you know, at least they kind of have a shot. The Wizards, they're terrible. This team's not going to win. This team's not even going to go to the playoffs anytime soon. I thought they were going to go to the playoffs this year. There's When you go 2-8, and eight, you're really in the hole at the beginning of the season. They they're gonna really have to go on a win streak if they want to even have a puncher's chance. They're 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 very close to completely imploding if they haven't already. Not good, not good. And Westbrook, he's uh, he's an interesting personality. Some people like him, some don't. How's he going to respond to this? We'll see. Maybe he's going to hack more people. <laughs> Just keep fouling people. Um, it's good to see Ish Smith has really carved out a career. I actually I saw him play when he was on the Phoenix Suns. The 2013-2014 uh, season. I saw him just freaking own the Spurs that game. And this this was a Spurs team that ended up winning the finals. The, I guess they just they had a really bad game in Phoenix. I was visiting my cousin in Phoenix, but uh, Ish Smith, I've had my eye on him since that game because he was really he was so fast, quick, always driving to the rim, and he's been on like uh, I mean every time you watch a game with Ish Smith playing. Uh, of course, the announcer's like, oh, this guy, he's been on, like, 28 teams. And then you're like, yeah, we know. he's moved. He moved around a lot earlier in his career. He's 
kind of found a home now. Washington, he's been on that team for three years. He was in Detroit for a while. Um, but good for him. It's good to see him still in the league. Uh, they didn't have Mo Wagner in the rotation um, towards the beginning of the Celtics game, which I thought was a little odd. Then he comes in. Uh, he comes in the game looking like uh, bedhead Kevin McAllister. They have this guy Garrison playing as if his life was on the line. Um, Smart completely put him in the spin zone at one point. That was great to see. I will say Garrison, he, he kind of got them back in the game. He, he was uh, really competing. Hit some shots, played good defense, went after some steals. Not bad. This team's in trouble, though. They're in trouble. Um, Hachimura, I like him. I the the new rookie. Yeah, he's he's good. But I think you need to go younger. Westbrook doesn't make sense on this team. You're kind of stuck with his contract, though. I think that he has like what two or three years left, making like forty million dollars, probably more. Then you get Bradley Beal. Yeah, guys, you gotta trade ba- uh, Bradley Beal to Celtics. You know, you gotta pair up the St. Louis boys, him and Tatum together. You know, we'll give you Kemba Walker. <laughs> Give us Bradley Beal. I like Kemba Walker, but I'd rather have Bradley Beal because uh, his uh, legs aren't uh, about to fall off. Uh, Davis Bertans. I kept confusing him with... What's his face? Um, Mo Wagner. They look kind of similar. Look. Make some trades, guys. Make some trades. This, this is going to be a rough season. <laughs> get get some guys who can actually play defense. You know? It's embarrassing. So bad. I... Uh, this just this is painful. This this depress this is a depressing way to end the show. Is me on my laptop here looking at the Wizards roster. And just it just it, you know, looking at some of these names like, oh, they're not that bad. But at the same time, it's just like you're the Wizards. You're doomed. You need to leave if you want any success. Ugh. Meanwhile, John Wall is playing great with Houston. It's the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. All right. Well, next week we'll do the final five teams. And then I'm going to switch over to two a week. 
you know, give you more in-depth analysis. I mean, I think I've given you guys some good stuff, but let me tell you, it's it's hard to pay attention to five different teams during a work week. It's it it's hard to stay up watching some of these West Coast games. And then, you know, I got two laptops going at once, flipping back and forth between games. Um so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna stick with two. Two a week. Wherever the Celtics play. <laughs> Wherever the Celtics are playing. That's it. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Have a good week.